Welcome to the Motherhood Expanded Podcast. I'm Fionn, your host, and together we'll explore and enjoy real, raw, relatable content and conversations around thriving in our own unique expressions and experiences of motherhood whilst merging creativity, enterprise, and impact. Join me in solo riffs and candid conversations with incredible women as we explore struggles and celebrations of the ever-evolving seasons of motherhood whilst mastering transitions within our worlds, our wellness, our relationships, our families, and especially our visions and missions. Our guests are embodied examples of sovereignty and soul, courage and compassion, casting beautiful visions for themselves, their families, and the collective as they thrive in a version of motherhood that feels aligned and expansive to them. These women are leaders and luminaries dancing to the rhythm of their own soul truths, and I can't wait for you to meet them. Together, let's raise conscious, compassionate, free-thinking little legends and have the time of our lives whilst doing so. Because it takes a village to raise mamas too, right? So, settle in for a chat full of depth and candor, humor and heart hugs. Friends, this is Motherhood Expanded. Hello, beautiful woman. So, this is my very first solo episode and... I'm not going to lie, it feels pretty confronting to be here, to be honest, because I'm much more comfortable having conversations, collaborating with and showcasing other incredible women. But I thought it was about time to introduce myself to those of you who don't already know me and just, you know, crack open a window into my world. I want to also preface that I am currently in my tin roofed she shed my little studio in my backyard and it's raining here on the Gold Coast. So all the pitter patter of the rain is what you can hear in the background. But you know what? I am a recovering perfectionist and I'm just going to bloody do this and not edit it. So here we go. So in this episode, I'm going to share a bit about my intention for this podcast and what sparked the idea for me almost two years ago now. I am also going to take you on a little trip down memory lane with me, give you a little peek into my life and just how I've come to where I'm at right now. So my intention behind this podcast is pretty much the same as with anything I do in my life, within my business, my teaching, my coaching, workshops and events, and that is for you to feel inspired and empowered to live a life you desire most, because I truly believe that conscious, supported, empowered mothers will change the world. And I'm here to remind visionary mothers just like you of your innate wisdom and divine power to birth your babies and your big hearted visions in a way that feels aligned and nourishing to you. I want every woman and mother to be herself, to voice and live her truth, to cultivate that unwavering self-trust so she can ask better questions, she can seek greater answers, and she can live a life lit up by her purpose, embodied in her values, nourished in her nervous system, and supported by her finances. The women I chat to here on this podcast are visionary, ambitious mothers, just like you and me, 
They're choosing to define and redefine what motherhood looks and feels like to them again and again and again. And it's really important to me that we have the real, raw, relatable conversations here and that we hear the stories that are intended to inspire us, to teach us, to expand our perspective of what's possible. I'm done with women putting other women on pedestals. Like, fuck the hierarchy, you know? It creates such an unnecessary divide between us when what we actually need is more love and admiration for one another, to have each other's backs, to raise each other up, to get in the same room and around the same table as one another and have the conversations that no one else is having. And contrary to popular patriarchal belief, you do get to have it all, whatever that means for you. And I believe that that happens when women support other women. That's how we get to change the world. Together, empowered mothers will change the world. I truly believe this, and it's the golden thread that weaves into everything I do and create. So this is what I want you to anchor into whilst listening to these conversations. I want us all to assume that each and every single one of us has those chaotic shit show kind of mornings, followed up with soul-fueling days and loved-up couch-cuddly evenings, you know? And these generous, big-hearted women open up a window into their lives, sharing how they honor the bothness within their worlds, the chaos and the calm, the beauty and the mess, the struggles and the celebrations, the grief and the love, as they show us how motherhood and leadership birth and business, relationships and creativity, sex and wealth, purpose and passions get to collide and thrive. I want you to know that you get to flourish and thrive within your own unique experience of life. You get to define and redefine what motherhood looks and feels like for you whilst feeling nourished and supported within each ever-evolving season. We all have the innate wisdom and divine power to birth our babies into the world in a way that has us feeling empowered and embodied in our own unique experience. We all get to be the devoted, loving, playful, inspired mother that we want to be right alongside doing work that lights us up. We all have what it takes to live a life that we desire most but we've got to really want it, you know? We've got to hold that big, bold, beautiful vision and be devoted to it, to be connected to it, to feel it viscerally. And then to have the structure and the strategy to bring this vision to life. And this bit is just as important as having the vision itself. It's a powerful merging of both the masculine and the feminine, accessing the science of the mind and tuning into the magic of the body. You know, and as a mother, a creative entrepreneur and a business owner, I can absolutely tell you this is the secret sauce. I've got a beautiful vision meditation that I do myself and I share with clients. It's pretty powerful. And if you'd like to download and listen to it, head to my website, fionpetriejones.com. So that's my intention with this podcast. And here's 
kind of story time <laughs> a little bit about me. There's no real significant, you know, phoenix rising from the ashes kind of story here, but there have definitely been some pivotal moments within the last 38 years, peppered with all the bothness of life, of course, because, well, you know, I'm a human being having a human experience. And the life I currently live, the work I do, the purpose I have and feel so deeply is rooted in all the experiences I've had thus far since being in this human suit. You know, the beliefs I've collected and released over time, the ancestral stories I've adopted, healed and continue to rewrite, the people I went to school with who showed me the kind of relationships I never wanted to have again. And then there's the mentors who've inspired, challenged and empowered me along the way. I want you to know that I've never really shared my life like this before. I consider myself to be quite a private person and talking about myself this much is really quite confronting, which is why I also have a glass of wine in my hand right now. Don't worry, it is 8pm by the way. Um, (laughs) And really my intention behind sharing any of this with you is, well, I desire more real connection between us all, you know, and I believe we get to access this kind of connection by sharing our stories with one another. And really, I just hope that it inspires you to create a vision for your life and to know that you get to live that life too. Okay, so I grew up in a tiny village in North Wales. I had a very close relationship with my grandmother who has since passed and I've always had a very close relationship with my mum too. As a kid in school, I was one of those, you know, who was poked and prodded at a lot, bitched at, not physically, but verbally. And, you know, mainly it was because I was the new kid in school, for not wearing the right kind of clothes, for not saying the right things, for not, for speaking a different language and coming from a broken family, which was very much a minority situation back then. I, shamedly, was also one of the ones not speaking up when others were experiencing the same kind of emotional and social trauma too, which I now realize is just as shitty as the bullies themselves. But we can't turn back time. I can only do better with the information that I have now. For as long as I remember, I've carried the belief that I'm not enough, which as a kid created a huge amount of anxiety for me. And around the age of 13, 14, I figured my only option to escape this reality was to not be in it, to not be living it anymore, any of it. The only thought that kept me alive was knowing how heartbroken my family would be. And if it wasn't for the immense love they felt and showed me, who knows where I'd be. At 15, I fell in love with drama and theater. I was obsessed. It was an escape for me, diving into the lives and worlds of fictional characters. I could become somebody else. And I finally found something I felt that I was really good at. I believed in myself. And the fact that others watched me and said the same to me was the ego boost my 16-year-old self really needed. 
I also had the most incredible drama teacher who became a very dear friend and one of my first and most important mentors. She talked about philosophies and history and politics and introduced me to spirituality and psychology, worlds and conversations I'd never been privy to before, and I reveled in it all. This time of my life changed me. It saved me. During this time, she gave me the book, The Celestine Prophecy, which I remember devouring within days and had the most wonderful, introspective time answering all those journaling prompts. I guess you could say the rest is history because from then on, I've had the biggest thirst and deepest curiosity for all things spirituality and consciousness and quantum physics of self-inquiry and personal development. Mm. I then went to uni to study theatre and film with a bit of psychology thrown in there too and had the time of my life. Straight after uni, I started my working career in London, taking bit parts here and there, auditioning for stage and screen, but never quite getting the roles I really wanted. So I was looking into other avenues. I wasn't quite obsessed enough with becoming an actor. And often in that industry, I think you really have to be. So I started looking at other possibilities. I started envisioning and calling in what I wanted my life to look and feel like. I landed a job as a production assistant in a small general management and production office working on some of the biggest West End shows. I honestly thought it would just be a fun experience within the industry for a while while saving money for that trip to Africa I'd been dreaming of for as long as I could remember. But a few years and many, many, many incredible experiences later, turns out it was a pretty awesome role that saw me rise in my career, manage epic large-scale events, and co-produce some incredible shows of my own. The people I worked with felt like family. It was home for a while, until I got those oh-so-familiar itchy feet and started dreaming of Africa again. So I listened to the call, saved the money I needed, and hopped on a plane to go teach English and drama to village kids in Zanzibar. And it was there, whilst traveling in an overland truck, camping amongst the zebras, sleeping to the sounds of lions, that I met my now Kiwi hubby, who totally won me over with his incredible chat-up line that even became part of our vows. We had a long-distance relationship for 6-12 to 12 months while I went back to Theatreland and he to his home and career in animal conservation in New Zealand until we moved to Sydney, Australia together in 2012, a time of our lives that we call Breakfast at the Beach because, well, it was all to do with traveling, playing, and having the time of our lives, catching that sunrise, heading to a yoga class, meeting friends for brunch or lunch or evening drinks, and just living that very simple, beautiful beach lifestyle. Basically, I was living my vision board life. And it was at this time I started looking at how I'd got to where I was, what choices I'd made, what experiences I'd had to bring me to this moment. People were also asking me, how did I get to be living this life? Also, people couldn't quite understand how I could live on the other side of the world to my family. But I had a vision that I was so deeply connected to. And so I did everything in my power 
to make it a possibility, to make it my reality. Just like I had with living and working in London. It wasn't an accident. It was a vision that I'd had that I was, you know, just completely devoted to making a reality. The same goes for my trip to Africa. During my time of living in Sydney, I fell in love with yoga, became a teacher and started my own business. I was reintroduced to the world of spirituality and personal development, and it was one of the most exciting and fulfilling times of my life. Not so long after, I also landed myself an incredible leadership role with the billion dollar athletic apparel brand, Lululemon, where I was introduced to the world of coaching and leadership of culture and community. I was taught how to create and achieve visions and goals, how to create a brand and run a business. Once again, I'd called in my dream job. Having a vision doesn't mean that there aren't twists and turns along the way. Yes, I wanted to live and work in London. Yes, I had always dreamed of going to Africa and had always wanted to live in Australia for a while at least. You know, it was watching Home and Away and Neighbours made me look at the life that those people were living and I wanted a bit of that too. But little did I know that amongst it all, I would meet the love of my life, that we'd create a family together and live in the most stunning place in the world between rainforest and beach on the Gold Coast of Australia. So I guess what I'm saying here is yes, Have your vision, dream big, be bold, be so devoted to it that nothing stands in your way for making it a reality, but also don't hold on so tightly that nothing else can be let in because there are nuances and twists and turns to every single one of our unique journeys and experiences of life. Then my first daughter joined us in May of 2016, and I had the most beautiful, embodied, empowering experience of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. I reveled in motherhood. I was born for it. And I put this incredibly powerful experience down to my spiritual practice, my yoga practice, the habits and tools I'd been collecting and working with pretty much my whole life, but especially within the three to four years prior to becoming pregnant. I was also very fortunate to be surrounded by some incredibly supportive and aligned friendships at that time. Altogether, this made for a powerful birth and early motherhood experience for me. In 2019, having moved to the Gold Coast, another part of Australia eight hours north of Sydney, our second daughter joined us. And again, I had the most beautiful, empowering pregnancy and birth experience. However, this time, my postpartum was quite different. Our little babe didn't like to sleep very much, which came as a big surprise for us as our first daughter was quite the opposite. I was exhausted with acute sleep deprivation, which led to postpartum anxiety for much of the first year of her life. To cap it off, 2020 happened. Need I say more? The world shut down, meaning it was almost three years without seeing our families, without having my mum to physically support me and our little family. And that was a real biggie for me. During a lot of this time, I was in denial, pushing through, showing face, whilst underneath I was breaking into a million little pieces. 
I didn't believe that with all the tools I had that I could be experienced this level of anxiety or to be depressed even. That was me once upon a time. That was high school me. That was being bullied me. That was me who didn't want to live anymore. Not me, the yoga teacher, the coach, the second time mama who thrived in motherhood, who loved her life, who was living her vision board life. But emotions and hormones are not linear. They can't be explained all the time. And until I acknowledged and accepted how I felt, what I was going through, what my mind was telling me, how my body ached and longed for sleep and rest and nourishment, I was never going to move through it. So that's what I did. And at this time, I also had a network marketing business that I'd been building for almost three years. I remember so clearly calling a friend the week after I'd given birth. I was at a playground with our baby and our toddler to give us some time to run around, you know. I had Willow, my baby, on the boob, feeding from one enormous engorged boob while the other leaked and I continued to bleed because I, you know, I'd just given birth. And yet I was on the phone worrying and crying to my friend about how I would achieve my goals in my business this month. My friend gave me a gentle virtual slap around the face and a good reality check. I'm sure I don't need to spell it out for you. But from that day, I decided that this business was not conducive for me. The way that I was doing this business, the way that I'd been taught to do this business, the way that I was being mentored to do this business was not conducive for me, my nervous system or my family right now and never would be. So not so long after that, I dissolved that business. You know, that kind of hustle culture was not anything I wanted to be part of ever again. And part of me is still not sure how I got into that whole hustle culture in the first place, because it was just never a part of of who I am. So I do feel along the way, I lost myself too. So between 2019 and the beginning of this year, This was my unraveling, my breaking down in order to break through, the mud before the lotus, if you will. I made the changes I wanted to make, I chose differently, I got support, and I honored the season I was in. And you'll be pleased to know that these days I also get a bit more sleep too, thank God. Over the years, I've learned that respecting where my energy's at, prioritizing my nervous system and my mind, body, soul health alongside giving myself time and space to fuel my creativity and doing work that lights me up, that's aligned with my purpose and passions, that's anchored in my values, that expands my visions is imperative to me showing up as the woman, the mother, the wife, the friend, the daughter, the coach that I want to be. I'm all about honoring myself these days, acknowledging the season I'm in, what's happening in my family, and listening to my intuition for what's next, which is why there's been such a break between episodes here, and why I'm back, baby! (laughs) 
Ah, oh, and it's really, really good to be back. And I cannot wait for the rest of this season and all the conversations I'm going to be having. You know, as human beings having this human experience, we are constantly changing, constantly evolving, and there are always seasons to be navigated which require us to acknowledge them, to lean into them, to feel our feelings until we're ready to move up and on into the next transition, the next season, the next chapter. And now here I am, creating and living another season, another chapter of my life and my motherhood journey whilst doing work that truly lights me up, supporting other women as they find their way to flourishing and thriving in their unique journeys as the devoted, playful, inspired mamas they want to be right alongside birthing their big-hearted visions into the world and doing work that lights them up. All right, my loves, I'm going to leave it there because I think you've heard enough from me for one episode. But I can't wait for you to hear from the incredible guests that we have coming up over the next few months. And I would love to hear what you think and feel after each episode. So please drop me a DM to let me know, or even better, pop a rating and a review in Apple Podcast. And look, after popping my solo episode cherry, I'm sure I'll be back in here to share a few more solo episodes with you along the way too. Lots of love to you, darling. I'm Fionn and you've been listening to the Motherhood Expanded Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here, beauty. I am so grateful for you. Before we wrap up, I'd like to respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yukonbear language region, the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is produced. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode over on Apple Podcast so that we can get these incredible conversations into the ears and hearts of more women and mothers to raise each other up and ultimately together change the world. If you want to connect more with me, please head over to Instagram at Fionn Petrie Jones. I love nothing more than connecting in my DMs, via email, or in real life if you're on the Gold Coast. If you'd like to know how you can currently work with me, head over to my website, fionnpetriejones.com. Lots of love to you, mama. Chat soon. You take me